It's a blessing to breathe, so blessed be he. So blessed be he till his blessed soul leaves me. To the men in this congregation and congregations like this, may God bless your lives. To the women in this congregation and congregations like this, may God bless your lives. To the children in this congregation and congregations like this, may God bless your lives. And to my, my peers, may God bless our lives. It's truly a, a privilege and honor to speak of the greatness of God Most High, to speak of how he navigates in your life and provides you with blessings in times of adversity. He's the one that considers you during your, he keeps you in mind during your times of misfortune. So all honor and praise to this great God and King. You know, it's never, <laughs> it's never an easy thing to stand up here. Like you figure you have, you know, you have it under control. Like you rehearse this and you read and stuff like that. But when they call your name, it feels like your heart stopped and you can't breathe and your palms start sweating, you know? But if God is great, I don't think, I hope that I never, uh, that that feeling never stops. Because then I probably won't take it as serious. And the uh, Montez portion will be found in the book of Hosea. Um, Hosea, the 12th chapter, starting at the 13th verse, going on to the 14th chapter, and the 10th verse. So just to give you a brief uh, background on Hosea, he was a prophet. Uh -huh. He was a prophet, and uh, his name means salvation. He was a, a prophet during the 8th century, um, before the Common Era, which, which was, and he prophesied concerning mostly the Northern Kingdom. The Northern Kingdom, as we know, was the 10 tribes of, um, of Israel after the kingdom split. Right between Yeroboam and Rechavam, right? Um, one thing about Hosea was that he was had to marry uh, a, a, a lady of the evening, right? That's a nice way of saying it. He had to marry this young lady, and every time that she stepped out outside of her marriage, he was to love her even more. And that may seem shocking to a lot of us, and we say, oh my gosh, that's wicked, and that's on a human level, you say, you know, I could never be with somebody that would do this to me and still love them the same. But we did more and worse than that to God. And that was done so we, so we could understand how we treated God, how we mistreated God most high. And we saw and we worshiped things that didn't mean anything, right? So if you have a marriage and you step out of your marriage, you know, one of the common things is to say, oh, it, it didn't mean anything, it wasn't nothing, right? So when you worship in other gods and not God Most High, it doesn't mean anything. It's nothing. It's not going to benefit you in any kind of way, any capacity, right? So you have to consider us. We have to consider ourselves when, when we try to how we deal with God Most High. Like, are, are we being good, good partners to God, right? Like, are you thinking about them all the time? Are you always trying to get over? Are you doing your part before Him, right? right. And your part always increases. Like, you never reach the point in your life where you say, I did enough for God. Right. Like, that's never going to happen. The work the, the work doesn't stop. Like, it doesn't stop. And once you get it, man, it's like when you recite certain prayers every day. You say, I'm going to recite these two prayers. After a couple weeks, you're going to fly through the prayers. You're going to have to add more prayers. And after you finish those, you're gonna, it's, gonna, it, it's something that is consistent. You have to constantly build on, correct? Right. Hosea chapter 12, verse 13. Mm -hmm. And that's a rough job. I don't know. Like, a lot of us don't want to work for a wife, but Yaakov, he immediately saw it and said, listen, I want to work for 
a wife, but anything good in life, you got to work for, right? right? Even the blessings of God, you got to work for. You can't just sit on your bed and read a song and all the blessings are going to fall in your lap. Like, it's not happening that way. You have to go out and put some work. You have to do that. Like, that's just standard. That's, that's just don't, it's any, a lot of people, they have issues with a creator or being because we've put ourselves in this space and we act like God owes us something. You know, when I said my praise, I'm supposed to get it. God is not a genie where you rub a lamp and you give your wishes and you get your wishes. It isn't, and nothing happens like that. Nothing. You have to put out an effort and action to receive a blessing, especially from God Most High. Because I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speed up later on because it's a lot to cover. But if you notice, when God, God consistently puts out His resume, He lets you know the work that He did and why He should be praised. All the time, he consistently said, I'm the God that brought your fathers out of Egypt. Remember, hey, this is what I did. This is what I did. I kill and I make alive. He consistently states his resume to let you know. He puts he put in work. Well, was it work for him? I don't know, but he put some action forth, right? Because nothing is beyond him. Amen? Right. And what they mean by Ephraim, very quickly, Ephraim broke bitterly because, bitterly because Jeroboam was at the tribe of Ephraim. Jeroboam, he could have had the kingdom. The prophet Achia ripped up the clothes and ten garment pieces and gave him. They said, this is your, it's your kingdom. But he got insecure. He was certain because they had to go back to Yehuda to sacrifice for the times of the feast. So he said, look, they're going to go there and they're going to turn away. I'm not going to be king anymore, right? So what he did was the ultimate violation. He did well, not the ultimate violation, but it was disrespect because God consistently says that he's the God that brought the children out of Egypt. So you remember that. But then he, Yorobawan, what he did was he built two calves, put it in the northern part of the kingdom and the southern part of the kingdom and said, these calves brought you out of Egypt. No, sir. So I was just like, what? Like, what? you know, it's out of pocket, like a loose quarter. You understand? So that's it. that was to say he provoked most bitterly. That's one of the primary actions that they're speaking of, that, that that is being speaking and spoken about. Yeah, because he had a during the during the reign of Solomon, he had a nice following to the point that Solomon wanted to kill him and he had to flee to Egypt. Right? You know what that means, right? It's not going to last long. It's very temporary. Right? Continue. Mm -hmm. You know how quick the smoke goes when you open the window in the house? Like, you know, that kitchen get filled with smoke, you open the window and all. That's how fast it's going to be. It's not going to benefit you anything, praising any other God. Like, there's no other God. But putting that same attention and effort into, some, into, a, into something that's not God is not going to benefit you in any kind of way. In any kind of way. Uh huh. And now I know it's no God but me. Uh huh. And beside me, there is no Savior. He consistently states. Because he's perfect. It's like before he executes judgments, he lets you know this is who I am, this is, and this is why you're going to get punished. Like It's like when I used to give, well, not really Emi. Emi didn't really explain stuff like that. But Avi, he would always explain before I got hit. This is why I'm going to beat you because you didn't do this. And honestly, thinking back, I would really rather to get beat than hear the lectures, truthfully. Because the lectures are a little more painful. Like you have to sit there, and you're trembling, you're shaking. Now that I think about it, I think they got a kick out of seeing a shake like that. You know what I'm saying? So they would have to bell and they'd be like, you, woo, 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 you like, oh, jumping back and stuff like that. Anyway, but yeah, go on, go on, I'm sorry. Verse five, right? Right, so just, just a quick, because I know we have a lot and my time is limited, but just remember, God sent bread from heaven. They didn't know what it was. They said it tasted like coriander seed with honey on top. Whatever that tastes like. It sounds good. You know, it really does. But it come from God, so it must taste good. This is the God that when the people cry with thirst, he 
open, like allow water to come out of rock, right? So go on, continue. Mm -hmm. As a he is personal vendetta because he's justified in his acts. His action, he's justified. Because God Mosai said, here's what it is, and then he, he didn't strike us immediately, he gave us warnings. And we didn't want to hear the warnings. We're like, yo, I'm too busy having, it's, it's too much fun out here to be worrying about following God. You know, it's a good time out here, it's fun. What a time to be alive, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. I will tear the enclosure of their hearts. Right. Exactly. Like how are you gonna how are you gonna benefit without God? Without God, we're, we're worse than dead. Because even when God Mosiah punishes us, he's always he's he's merciful and he gives you a, a, a chance to repent and, and 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 repent before him. Like you have an opportunity for life. There's an opportunity. Like, you don't understand, like we think because like the, the punishment is an immediate that you got away with something. That's that's not how it goes. God is the is the judge. Like, do you know how nerve wracking it is to do something wrong and consistently watch it look, look out for the curse? That's not to me. I, I, that's nerve wracking. I was here because of that. That's not that's not the way to go. Of course, you're gonna sin. You're not perfect. You're not perfect. But the best thing to do is to try and make sure you're right in every situation. Like, you have to look at the men. Like, look at Moshe. Moshe got in his feelings, and it cost him his life. His feelings. He was in his feelings. Oh, here now, you rebels cracked the rock open. It's like, whoa, but you didn't obey God. Your feelings don't count, unfortunately. Your feelings don't count. They don't count. You have to, you have to put yourself in a space where God, the, 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 the pleasing God is before your feelings. And that's hard. But it can be done. But appropriate training, it can be done. Because it's easy to say that when you're not in the situation, right? Oh, I would have just did the right thing because Torah says, you know what I mean? I would have just did it like that. That's not how it would go when you're in the situation. It's totally different. It's totally different. Oh, all you got to do is do 500 push-ups with a book bag on. It's just nothing. That's light. You can say that easy when you're actually doing it. You're like, wait, now, I don't know about this. This is a little work over here. You gotta make you got you have to pursue this. This is a constant fight. It's something that's consistent every day. You got you gotta pursue him. You have to pursue him. See where he at. Who talking? People talk to you on the street. Listen for the message. That's what I do. Somebody just start talking. Hey brother, I'll be listening. What's up? See if it's a message. You don't know where that message coming from. You've heard random people say something to you that applies to your life, and you be like, oh. You know, you give credit to God because you recognize that message was for you. Consistently pursue him. Consistently. Like, that means you put, try and put aside your feelings. I'll be mad, too. I'll get upset. I'm very petty. I'm a petty individual. I'm absolutely petty. I am. But, but I realize that I have to, that God, that me pursuing God is above pettiness. Because pettiness can't keep me alive. It's satisfying in the moment. It is. It's like, it's satisfying, but it's not going to keep you alive. Because y'all remember the story quickly, right? Samuel, we're going to know the history. We're going to go through all of that, right? All right. <laughs> so he did it to death. He had so much sin, they had to get another room. You know how, like, you go shopping, you put some food in the, in the, in the cabinet, and then, and then it's the pantry. See, what happened with Ephraim, so they filled up the counter, and they filled up the pantry, and they had to leave some food outside. That's how much sin they had before God. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> Should I save you? Go ahead, go oh, ahead. They talk, they're talking about the, um, the Southern Kingdom. That's, that's who got, that's who took out the Northern Kingdom, basically. The ones that some fled to Egypt and some. And Samaria, of course, is the capital of the Northern Kingdom. It was built on the hill of um, Shemir. It was, it, was, it was built during the time of, after Omri took the kingdom from Zimri, that's when he built up Samaria on the hill of Shemir. And that's scary, like, and that's what happened, because, you know, you come to get a conqueror, they, they're not being cordial, and not being nice, they're coming to kill you. Like, it's not, war is not a nice thing, people die. You know, that's what happens. That's what happens when you disobey God. Like, you know, because we all disobey. We're not perfect. But you have to make it so that your, this, like, your sins have become fewer and fewer. The more you know, the more you have to apply to your life so your sins become less and less and less. You can't just be, like, presumptuous and arrogant and defying God because you're going to get mashed out like that. You can't be presumptuous. When you hear, the, when you hear a word, when you hear a word, to rectify your life, you can't dismiss it. You can't dismiss it because you don't know if that's a word coming from God to save you. Because God sends warnings. Always sends what he sends warnings. That's what the book of the prophets are. Hey, listen, if you don't get it together, you're going to die. If you don't get it together, you're going to die. If you don't get it together, your children are going to die. And your children's children are going to die. He sends the warnings. Listen out for the warning. Better your life. I'm learning this. Because some people I don't want to hear from. I'm not going to lie. But I'm becoming a better person. And I'm able to listen. And then if I'm not certain, I'll go to someone who knows a little more than me and they could give me information. I don't know everything. And I'm proud to say I don't know everything. Life is a learning process. Like, you know, you're supposed to work. You work towards being your better version every day. Right? Every day you work towards being your best version. Whatever that is, whatever you want to be, that's, that's what it is. That's right. See, now he's still providing the opportunity to cleave unto him. He's still giving you an opportunity to say, to walk towards him, to be wholehearted with him, to be faithful. Like, you know, like faithful. Like, he can say, be faithful to me. I'm your wife. You know? No, be faithful to God. You got to be faithful to God. Be faithful to God. You have to hold on to him when stuff is looking. Because God's going to test you. Stuff's going to look rough. You'd be like, oh, my God, it looks rough. But you have to have that belief and know that your God will deliver you. During your time to misfortune, he will deliver you. You can't put the doubt in your mind and say, maybe God won't. Maybe he won't. Because if you say maybe he won't, you, that's kind of like, to me, maybe insulting. I don't know. Maybe insulting to God. I don't know. I can't talk for God. But you, you implying doubt in the situation to the all-powerful. It's like, whoa, you saying I can't? I mean, that's just me. I, I, this is a God I don't, I don't play with. I don't tempt him. Like He's not, he's not my boy. Some, he's not a being I have figured out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like I could I could commit a sin and then go and and, and, and say three hell and I'll be forgiven. That's not how it goes. That's not how it goes. We don't know how like, we don't know. He he he's so mysterious. He's leaves so much that we can't even imagine. And the things that we can imagine, he's beyond that. The things that we understand about God, he's beyond that. That, that give me a headache. I just give up and say, you know, what, what, what does it say? I'm going to just do what it says right here because otherwise I'm, I'm not that smart. Like, I could just, I, if you teach me something, I can follow that pride. You give me your order, I can follow it out. But I'm not like the, you know, the deep thinker. That's a Mishadah, not me. I just like, well, I don't understand that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm good off that, right? But he's still giving you an opportunity to rectify the walk before him because he made a promise to Abraham. 
He kept his promise. We did. We didn't do our part. Because stuff get enticing. You know, it's like, yo, what they doing? I like that. Yo, let's do that real quick. And you're not purposely in your heart saying, let's forget God. But it's just enticing. But that's how it starts. Like, we got to stick to the script. Stick to the script. It's how I mean. Stuff, stuff looks fun. But we can make stuff fun here. Give us a little wine, you know, we do Saturday nights, liquor, Hennessy, you know, we can have a good time. You know what I mean? We don't have to pursue any, be like everybody else all the time, you know? All right, go ahead, go ahead, finish this off. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. And now, hold on, let me just jump back real quick. It says, we run to the bullocks for often of our lips, man. Don't, and don't, 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 don't discount, discredit your power of prayer, right? You pray first, and then you do the action. Right? Prayer without works is, is nothing. It's mean anything. You got to pray and, and put forth your hand. Right? We, we're not in a space where we could do the bullocks and the sacrifices, the shakuri, minakama, arayi, the shabbat. We, we can't do all of that right now. Get your business to offer prayer instead, right? I'm just saying. It might help out. You never know. Just putting that out there. You hear that? Under his shadow, under God most high. So if you under his shelter, you're going to be blessed. It says in the 91st Psalm, he that dwells in the shelter of the most high, right? We know about that, right? Okay, let's proceed. I'm, I'm three minutes over. I'm sorry. That's right. That, that's a blessing. Like, we're no longer tempted with the stuff that's out here. It's, it's so crazy, you know. The rabbi says something about the Torah being a reminder. I spoke to Big Bro yesterday. We were talking about the same thing. It's a reminder. It's something that's consistent. It's like meditation and having stuff in your face so you don't forget where you came from. Like, you already know what it is. Like, you know what you have to do because it's a reminder because we'll forget. We forget to use the bathroom sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, you walk in, and I'm, as soon as I walk in, I'm going to use the bathroom. And then you sit down, we're like, ah, oh, I forgot to use the bathroom. But you forget. That's how easy it is. That's how easy it is, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. So, can you read that verse ten just one more time? It says, "Whoso is that means like people that's smart, right? Okay, and intelligent. So somebody that's smart and intelligent knows what. Say it again. I'm confused. Whoso is wise, okay. So that means if you're smart, you gonna understand it. Okay, go ahead. The next part. Let him know what though, like so. Okay, so if I'm wise and I understand I'm intelligent, I'll know what. That the ways of Adonai are right. Okay, see. And the just do walk in them. The ways of the Most High God are right. They're perfect. They're given to us for our life and for our benefit. So when people see us and recognize us, they recognize there's something different about us, right? That's what being holy isn't standing on your leg and yum 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 yum. That's not holy. That's not holy. Holy is set aside, being different. That you recognize that there's something different about you. You know, so it's, it's when people walk up to you and say, yo, can you pray for me? And I'm like, I'm, pray, I'm praying for me. <laughs> I don't know why the hell you out. But you recognize that it's something of God. So walk in his ways. Be intelligent. Do right and walk them and delight in them. Make it fun. Make it enjoyable. Right? And this don't mean you got to sit in the house on one foot and just do this. All day. Oh, I'm about to fall. Man, embarrassed. Were you like this all day? No. No. It's the application thereof. Right? You do it, enjoy it, walk in his ways. Magnify and sanctify be his great name. Worship the first to his will. So I went over, I went over four minutes. I'm sorry, I apologize. I apologize. It's a blessing to breathe, so blessed be he. So blessed he till his blessed soul leaves me. To the men in this congregation and congregations like this, may God bless your lives. 
to the women in this congregation, the congregations like this. May God bless your lives. To the children in this congregation, the congregations like this. May God bless your lives. And to my, my peers, may God bless our lives. It's truly a, a privilege and honor to speak of the greatness of God Most High, to speak of how he navigates in your life and provides you with blessings in times of adversity. He's the one that considers you during your, he, he keeps you in mind during your times of misfortune. So all oh, honor and praise to this great God and King. You know, it's never, <laughs> it's never an easy thing to stand up here. Like you figure you have, you know, you have it under control. Like you rehearsed this and you read and stuff like that. But when they call your name, it feels like your heart stopped and you can't breathe and your palms start sweating, you know? But if God is great, I don't think, I hope that I never, uh, that that feeling never stops. Because then I probably won't take it as serious. And the uh, Montez portion will be found in the book of Hosea. Um, Hosea, the 12th chapter, starting at the 13th verse, going on to the 14th chapter and the 10th verse. So just to give you a brief uh, background on Hosea, he was a prophet. Aha. He was a prophet, and uh, his name means salvation. He was a, a prophet during the 8th century, um, before the Common Era, which, which was, and he prophesied concerning mostly the Northern Kingdom. The Northern Kingdom, as we know, was the 10 tribes of, um, of Israel after the kingdom split. Right between Yeroboam and Rechamam, right? Um, one thing about Hosea was that he was had to marry uh, a, a, a lady of the evening, right? That's a nice way of saying it. He had to marry this young lady, and every time that she stepped out outside of her marriage, he was to love her even more. And that may seem shocking to a lot of us, and we say, oh my gosh, that's wicked, and that's on a human level, you say, you know, I could never be with somebody that would do this to me and still love them the same. But we did more and worse than that to God. And that was done to, so, we, so we could understand how we treated God, how we mistreated God most high. And we saw and we worshiped things that didn't mean anything, right? So if you have a marriage and you step out of your marriage, you know, one of the common things is to say, oh, it, it didn't mean anything, it wasn't nothing, right? So when you worship in other gods and not God Most High, it doesn't mean anything. It's nothing. It's, gonna, it's not going to benefit you in any kind of way, any capacity, right? So you have to consider us. We have to consider ourselves when, when we trying to how we deal with God Most High. Like, are, are we being good, good partners to God, right? Like, are you thinking about them all the time? Are you always trying to get over? Are you doing your part before Him, right? And your part always increases. Like, you never reach the point in your life where you say, I did enough for God. Right. Like, that's never going to happen. The work the, the work doesn't stop. Like, it doesn't stop. And once you get it, man, it's like when you recite certain prayers every day. You say, I'm going to recite these two prayers. After a couple weeks, you're going to fly through the prayers. You're going to have to add more prayers. And after you finish those, you're gonna, it's, gonna, it's something that is consistent. You have to constantly build on, correct? Right. Hosea chapter 12, verse 13. Mm -hmm. And that's a rough job. I don't know. Like, a lot of us don't want to work for a wife, but Yaakov, he immediately saw it and said, listen, I want to work for a wife. But anything good in life, you got to work for, right? right? Even the blessings of God, you got to work for. You can't just sit on your bed and read a psalm 
and all the blessings are gonna fall in your lap. Like it's not happening that way. You have to go out and put some work. You have to do that. Like that's just standard. That's that's just don't. It's any. A lot of people they have issues with a creator or being because we've put ourselves in this space and we act like God owes us something. You know, when I said my praise, I'm supposed to get it. God is not a genie where you rub a lamp and you give your wishes and you get your wishes. It isn't, and nothing happens like that. Nothing. You have to put out an effort and action to receive a blessing, especially from God most high. Because I, I'm gonna I'm gonna speed up later on because it's a lot to cover. But if you notice, when God God consistently puts out his resume, he lets you know the work that he did and why he should be praised. All the time. He consistently said, I'm the God that brought your fathers out of Egypt. Remember, hey, this is what I did. This is what I did. I kill and I make alive. He consistently states his resume to let you know. He puts he put in work. Well, was it work for him? I don't know, but he put some action forth, right? Because nothing is beyond him. Amen? Right. And what they mean by Ephraim, very quickly, Ephraim broke bitterly because, bitterly because Jeroboam was in the tribe of Ephraim. Jeroboam, he could have had the kingdom. The prophet Achia ripped up the clothes and ten garment pieces and gave him. They said, this is your, it's your kingdom. But he got insecure. He was certain because they had to go back to Yehuda to sacrifice for the times of the feast. So he said, look, they're going to go there and they're going to turn away. I'm not going to be king anymore, right? So what he did was the ultimate violation. He threw not the ultimate violation, but it was a disrespect because God consistently says that he's the God that brought the children out of Egypt. So you remember that. But then he, Yoroboam, what he did was he built two calves, put it in the northern part of the kingdom and the southern part of the kingdom and said, these calves brought you out of Egypt. No, sir. So I was just like, what? Like, what? you know, it's out of pocket, like a loose quarter. You understand? So that's that was to say he performed most bitterly. That's one of the primary actions that they're speaking that that, that is being speaking spoken about. Yeah, because he had a during the during the reign of Solomon, he had a nice following to the point that Solomon wanted to kill him and he had to flee to Egypt. Right? You know what that means, right? It's not going to last long. It's very temporary. Right? Continue. Mm -hmm. You know how quick the smoke goes where you open the window in the house? Like, you know, that kitchen get filled with smoke, you open the window and all. That's how fast it's going to be. It's not going to benefit you anything, praise it, any other God. Like, there's no other God. But putting that same attention and effort into, some, into, a, into something that's not God is not going to benefit you in any kind of way. In any kind of way. Uh-huh. And now I know it's no God but me. Uh-huh. And beside me, there is no Savior. He consistently states... Because he's perfect. It's like before he executes judgments, he lets you know, this is who I am, this is, and this is why you're going to get punished. Like It's like when I used to get, well, not really Emi. Emi didn't really explain stuff like that. But Avi, he would always explain before I got hit, this is why I'm going to beat you because you didn't do this. And honestly, thinking back, I would really rather to get beat than hear the lectures, truthfully. Because the lectures are a little more painful. Like, you have to sit there, and you're trembling, you're shaking. Now that I think about it, I think they got a kick out of seeing a shake like that. You know what I'm saying? So they would have the bell, and they'd be like, you, woo, 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 you like, oh, coming back, and stuff like that anyway. But, yeah, go on, go on, I'm sorry. Verse 5, right? Right, so just, just a quick, because I know we have a lot, and my time is limited. But just remember, God sent bread from heaven. They didn't know what it was. They said it tasted like coriander seed with honey on top. Whatever that tastes like. It sounds good. You know, it really does. But it come from God, so it must taste good. This is the God that when the people cry with thirst, he over, like, allowed water to come out of rock. Right? So go on, continue. 
Because God Mosiah said, here's what it is, and then he, he didn't strike us immediately. He gave us warnings. And we didn't want to hear the warnings. We're like, yo, I'm too busy having, it's, it's too much fun out here to be worrying about following God. You know, it's a good time out here. It's fun. What a time to be alive, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will tell it and hold y'all their hearts. Right. Then when I be following them, the wild beast shall tell them. Mm-hmm. Against our Exactly. Like how are you gonna how are you gonna benefit without God? Without God, we're, we're worse than dead. Because even when God Mosiah punishes us, he's always he's he's merciful and he gives you a, a, a chance to repent and, and 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 repent before him. Like you have an opportunity for life. There's an opportunity. Like, you don't understand, like we think because like the, the punishment is an immediate that you got away with something. That's that's not how it goes. God is the is the judge. Like, do you know how nerve-wracking it is to do something wrong and consistently watch it look, look out for the curse? That's not to me. I, I, that's nerve-wracking. I was here because of that. That's not that's not the way to go. Of course, you're gonna sin. You're not perfect. You're not perfect. But the best thing to do is to try and make sure you're right in every situation. Like, you have to look at the men. Like, look at Moshe. Moshe got in his feelings, and it cost him his life. His feelings. He was in his feelings. Oh, here now, you rebels crack the rock open. It's like, whoa, but you didn't obey God. Your feelings don't count, unfortunately. Your feelings don't count. They don't count. You have to, you have to put yourself in a space where God, the, 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 the pleasing God is before your feelings, and that's hard. But it can be done. But appropriate training, it can be done. Because it's easy to say that when you're not in the situation, right? Oh, I would have just did the right thing because Torah says, you know what I mean? I would have just did it like that. That's not how it goes when you're in the situation. It's totally different. It's totally different. Oh, all you got to do is do 500 push-ups with a book bag on. It's just nothing. That's light. You can say that easy when you're actually doing it. You're like, wait, now, I don't know about this. This is a little work over here. You gotta make you have you have to pursue this. This is a constant fight. It's something that's consistent every day. You got you gotta pursue him. You have to pursue him. See where he at. Who talking? People talk to you on the street. Listen for the message. That's what I do. Somebody just start talking. Hey brother, I will be listening. What's up? See if it's a message. You don't know where that message comes from. You've heard random people say something to you that applies to your life, and you be like, oh. You know, you give credit to God because you recognize that message was for you. Consistently pursue him. Consistently. Like, that means you put, try and put aside your feelings. I'll be mad, too. I'll get upset. I'm very petty. I'm a petty individual. I'm absolutely petty. I am. But, but I realize that I have to, that God, that me pursuing God is above pettiness. Because pettiness can't keep me alive. It's satisfying in the moment. It is. It's like, it's satisfying, but it's not going to keep you alive. Because y'all remember the story quickly, right? Samuel, we're going to know the history. We're going to go through all of that, right? Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> so he did it to death. He had so much sin there to get another room. You know how, like, you go shopping, you put some food in the, in the, in the cabinet, and then, and then it's the pantry. See, what happened with Ephraim, so they filled up the counter, and they filled up the pantry, and they had to leave some food outside. That's how much sin they have before God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Shall I redeem thee from 
Should I save you? Go ahead, go ahead. They talk, they're talking about the um the southern kingdom gonna come. That's that's who got that's who took out the northern kingdom, basically. The ones that some fled to Egypt and some and Samaria, of course, is the capital of the northern kingdom. It was built on the hill of um Shemir. It was it was it was built during the time of after Omri took the kingdom from Zimri, that's when he built up Samaria on the hill of Shemir. And that's scary, like and that's what happened because you know you come to get a conqueror, they they're not being cordial, they're not being nice, they're coming to kill you. Like it's not war is not a nice thing. People die. You know, that's what happens. That's what happens when you disobey God. Like, you know, because we all disobey. We're not perfect. But you have to make it so that your this like your sins have become fewer and fewer. The more you know, the more you have to apply to your life so your sins become less and less and less. You can't just be like presumptuous and arrogant and defying God because you're gonna get mashed up like that. You can't be presumptuous. When you hear that when you hear a word, when you hear a word to rectify your life, you can't dismiss it. You can't dismiss it because you don't know if that's a word coming from God to save you. Because God sends warnings. He always sends well, he sends warnings. That's what the book of the prophets are. Hey, listen, if you don't get it together, you're gonna die. If you don't get it together, you're gonna die. If you don't get it together, your children are gonna die. And your children, children are gonna die. He sends the warnings. Listen out for the warning. Better your life. I'm learning this. Because some people I don't want to hear from. I'm not gonna lie. But I'm becoming a better person and I'm able to listen. And then if I'm not certain, I go to someone who knows a little more than me and they could give me information. I don't know everything. And I'm proud to say I don't know everything. Life is a learning process. Like, you know, you're supposed to work, you work towards being your better version every day, right? Every day you work towards being your best version. Whatever that is, whatever you want to be, that's, that's what it is. That's right. See now, he's still providing the opportunity to cleave unto him. He's still giving you an opportunity to say, to walk towards him, to be wholehearted with him, to be faithful. Like, you know, like faithful. Like he just say, be faithful to me. I'm your wife, you know? No, be faithful to God. Y'all be faithful to God. Be faithful to God. You have to hold on to him when stuff is looking, because God's gonna test you. Stuff's gonna look rough. You be like, oh my God, it looks rough. But you have to have that belief and know that your God will deliver you. During your times of misfortune, he will deliver you. You can't put the doubt in your mind and say, maybe God won't. Maybe he won't. Because if you say maybe he won't, you, that's kind of like, to me, maybe insulting. I don't know. Maybe insulting to God. I don't know. I can't talk for God. But you, you implying doubt in the situation to the all-powerful, it's like, whoa, you saying I can't? I mean, I just mean. I, I, this is a God I don't, I don't play with. I don't tempt him. Like, he's not, he's not my boy. Some, he's not a being I have figured out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I could, I could commit a sin and then go and, 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 and say three hell and I'll be forgiven. That's not how it goes. That's not how it goes. We don't know. Like, we don't know. He, he, he's so mysterious. He's leaves so much that we can't even imagine. And the things that we can imagine, he's beyond that. The things that we understand about God, he's beyond that. That, that give me a headache. I just give up and say, you know, what, is, what, what does it say? I'm going to just do what it says right here because otherwise I'm, I'm not that smart. Like, I could just, I, if you teach me something, I can follow that prior. You give me your order, I can follow it out. But I'm not like the, you know, the deep thinker. That's a Mishadah, not me. I just like, well, I don't understand that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm good off that, right? But he's still giving you an opportunity to rectify the walk before him because he made a promise to Abraham. He kept his promise. We didn't. We didn't do our part. 
Because stuff get enticing. You know, it's like, yo, what are they doing? Oh, I like that. But let's do that real quick. And you're not purposely in your heart saying, let's forget God. But it's just enticing. But that's how it starts. Like, we got to stick to the script. Oh, yeah. Stick to the script. It's how, I mean, stuff, stuff looks fun. But we can make stuff fun here. Give us a little wine, you know, we do Saturday nights, liquor, Hennessy, you know, we can have a good time. You know what I mean? We don't have to pursue any, be like everybody else all the time, you know? All right, go ahead, go ahead, finish this off. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And now, hold on, let me just jump back real quick. It says, we run to the bullocks for orphan of our lips, man. Don't, and don't, 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 don't discount, discredit the power of prayer, right? You pray first, and then you do the action. Right? Pray without works is, is nothing, doesn't mean anything. You gotta pray and, and put forth your hand. Right? We, we're not in a space where we could do the bullocks and the sacrifices, the shakri, minakama, ari, the shabbat. We, we can't do all of that right now. Get your business to offer prayer instead, right? I'm just saying, it might help out, you never know. Just putting that out there. You hear that? Under his shadow, under God most high. So if you under his shelter, you're going to be blessed. It says in the 91st Psalm, he that dwells in the shelter of the most high, right? We know about that, right? Okay, let's proceed. I'm, I'm three minutes over. I'm sorry. That's right. That, that's a blessing. Like, we're no longer tempted with the stuff that's out here. It's, it's so crazy, you know. The rabbi says something about the Torah being a reminder. I spoke to Big Bro yesterday. We were talking about the same thing. It's a reminder. It's something that's consistent. It's like meditation and having stuff in your face so you don't forget where you came from. Like, you already know what it is. Like, you know what you have to do because it's a reminder because we'll forget. We forget to use the bathroom sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, you walk in, and I'm, as soon as I walk in, I'm going to use the bathroom. And then you sit down, we're like, ah, I forgot to use the bathroom. But you forget. That's how easy it is. That's how easy it is, right? Find and look on it. Uh huh. Uh huh. So, can you read that verse ten just one more time? It says, "Whoso is that means like people that's smart, right? Okay, and intelligent. So somebody that's smart and intelligent knows what? Say it again. I'm confused. Okay, so that means if you're smart, you gonna understand it. Okay, go ahead. The next part. Let him know what though, like so. Okay, so if I'm wise and I understand I'm intelligent, I'll know what. That the ways of Adonai are right. Okay, see. And the just do walk in them. The ways of the Most High God are right. They're perfect. They're given to us for our life and for our benefit. So when people see us and recognize us, they recognize there's something different about us, right? That's what being holy. Holy isn't standing on your leg and mum yum 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 yum. That's not holy. That's not holy. Holy is set aside, being different. That you recognize that there's something different about you. You know, it's so. It, it's, it's when people walk up to you and say, "Yo, can you pray for me?" And I'm like, "I'm, pray, I'm praying for me." <laughs> I don't know why the hell you but you recognize that it's something of God. So walk in His ways. Be intelligent. Do right and walk them and delight in them. Make it fun. Make it enjoyable. Right? And this don't mean you got to sit in the house on one foot and just do this all day. Oh, I'm about to fall. Man, embarrassed. But you're like this all day. No. No. It's the application thereof. Right? You do it. Enjoy it. Walk in his ways. Magnify and sanctify be his great name. The world will be the to his will. So I, I, went over, I went over four minutes. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. It's a blessing to breathe. So blessed be he. So bless he till his blessed soul leaves me. To the men in this congregation and congregations like this, may God bless your lives. 
to the woman in this congregation, the congregations like this, may God bless your lives. To the children in this congregation, the congregations like this, may God bless your lives. And to my, my peers, may God bless our lives. It's truly a, a privilege and honor to speak of the greatness of God Most High, to speak of how he navigates in your life and provides you with blessings in times of adversity. He's the one that considers you during your, he, he keeps you in mind during your times of misfortune. So all honor and praise to this great God and King. You know, it's never, <laughs> it's never an easy thing to stand up here. Like you figure you have, you know, you have it under control. Like you rehearsed this and you read and stuff like that. But when they call your name, it feels like your heart stopped and you can't breathe and your palms start sweating, you know? But if God is great, I don't think, I hope that I never, uh, that that feeling never stops. Because then I probably won't take it as serious. And the uh, Montez portion will be found in the book of Hosea. Um, Hosea, the 12th chapter, starting at the 13th verse, going on to the 14th chapter and the 10th verse. So just to give you a brief uh, background on Hosea, he was a prophet. <laughs> he was a prophet. <laughs> And uh, his name means salvation. He was a, a prophet during the 8th century um, before the common era, which, which was, and he prophesied concerning mostly the northern kingdom. The northern kingdom, as we know, was the 10 tribes of, um, of Israel after the kingdom split, right, between Yeroboam and Rechamam, right? Um, one thing about Hosea was that he was had to marry uh, a, a, a lady of the evening, right? That's a nice way of saying it. He had to marry this young lady, and every time that she stepped out outside of her marriage, he was to love her even more. And that may seem shocking to a lot of us, and we say, oh my gosh, that's wicked, and that's on a human level. We say, you know, I could never be with somebody that would do this to me and still love them the same. But we did more and worse than that to God. And that was done so we, so we could understand how we treated God, how we mistreated God most high. And we saw and we worshiped things that didn't mean anything, right? So if you have a marriage and you step out of your marriage, you know, one of the, the common thing is to say, oh, it, it didn't mean anything. It wasn't nothing, right? So when you're worshiping other gods and not God most high, it doesn't mean anything. It's nothing. It's, gonna, it's not going to benefit you in any kind of way, any capacity, right? So you have to consider us, we have to consider ourselves when when we trying to, how we deal with God most high. Like, are, are we being good good partners to God, right? Like, are you thinking about them all the time? Are you always trying to get over? Are you doing your part before him, right? And your part always increases. Like, you never reach the point in your life where you say, I did enough for God. Like, that's never going to happen. The work, the, the work doesn't stop. Like, it doesn't stop. And once you get it, man, it's like when you recite certain prayers every day. You say, I'm going to recite these two prayers. After a couple weeks, you're going to fly through the prayers. You're going to have to add more prayers. And after you finish those, you're gonna, it's, gonna, it, it's something that is consistent. You have to constantly build on, correct? Hosea chapter 12, verse 13. Mm -hmm. And that's a rough job. I don't know. Like, a lot of us don't want to work for a wife. But Yaakov, he immediately saw it and said, listen, I want to work for a wife, but anything good in life you gotta work for, right? right? Even the blessings of God you gotta work for. You can't just sit on your bed 
and read a song and all the blessings are gonna fall in your lap. Like it's not happening that way. You have to go out and put some work. You have to do that. Like that's just standard. That's that's just don't it's any a lot of people they have issues with a creator or being because we've put ourselves in the space and we act like God owes us something. You know, when I said my praise, I'm supposed to get it. God is not a genie where you rub a lamp and you give your wishes and you get your wishes. It isn't, and nothing happens like that. Nothing. You have to put out an effort and action to receive a blessing, especially from God Most High. Because I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speed up later on because it's a lot to cover. But if you notice, when God, God consistently puts out His resume, He lets you know the work that He did and why He should be praised. All the time. He consistently said, I'm the God that brought your fathers out of Egypt. Remember, hey, this is what I did. This is what I did. I kill and I make alive. He consistently states his resume to let you know. He puts he put in work. Well, was it work for him? I don't know, but he put some action forth, right? Because nothing is beyond him. Amen. Right. And what they mean by Ephraim, very quickly, Ephraim broke bitterly because, bitterly because Jeroboam was in the tribe of Ephraim. Jeroboam, he could have had the kingdom. The prophet Achia ripped up the clothes and ten garment pieces and gave him, they said, this is your, your kingdom. But he got insecure. He was certain because they had to go back to Yehuda to sacrifice for the times of the feast. So he said, look, they're going to go there and they're going to turn away. I'm not going to be king anymore, right? So what he did was the ultimate violation. He threw well, not the ultimate violation, but it was a disrespect because God consistently says that he's the God that brought the children out of Egypt. So you remember that. But then he, Yoroboam, what he did was he built two calves, put it in the northern part of the kingdom and the southern part of the kingdom and said, these calves brought you out of Egypt. So I was just like, what? Like, what? you know, it's out of pocket, like a loose quarter. You understand? So that's that was to say he provoked most bitterly. That's one of the primary actions that they're speaking that that, that is being speaking spoken about. Yeah, because he had a during the during the reign of Solomon, he had a nice following to the point that Solomon wanted to kill him and he had to flee to Egypt. Right? You know what that means, right? It's not going to last long. It's very temporary. Right? Continue. Mm -hmm. You know how quick the smoke goes where you open the window in the house? Like, you know, that kitchen get filled with smoke, you open the window and all. That's how fast it's going to be. It's not going to benefit you anything, praise it, any other God. Like, there's no other God. But putting that same attention and effort into, some, into, a, into something that's not God is not going to benefit you in any kind of way. In any kind of way. Uh huh. And now I know it's no God but me. Uh -huh. And beside me, there is no Savior. He consistently states, because he's perfect. It's like before he executes judgments, he lets you know, this is who I am, this is, and this is why you're going to get punished. Like It's like when I used to get, well, not really Emi. Emi didn't really explain stuff like that. But Avi, he would always explain before I got hit. This is why I'm going to beat you, because you didn't do this. And honestly, thinking back, I would really rather to get beat than hear the lectures, truthfully. Because the lectures are a little more painful. Like you have to sit there and you're trembling, you're shaking. Now that I think about it, I think they got a kick out of seeing a shake like that. You know what I'm saying? So they would have to bell and they'd be like, you, 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 like, oh, we're coming back and stuff like that anyway. But yeah, go on, go on, I'm sorry. Verse five, right? Right, so just, just a quick, because I know we have a lot and my time is limited, but just remember, God sent bread from heaven. They didn't know what it was. They said it tasted like coriander seed with honey on top. Whatever that tastes like. It sounds good. You know, it really does. But it come from God, so it must taste good. This is the God that when the people cry with thirst, he over, like, allowed water to come out of rock. Right? So go on, continue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
He is personal vendetta because he's justified in his acts. His action, he's justified. Because God Mosiah said, here's what it is, and then he, he didn't strike us immediately, he gave us warnings. And we don't want to hear the warnings. We're like, yo, I'm too busy having, it's, it's too much fun out here to be worrying about following God. You know, it's a good time out here, it's fun. What a time to be alive, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. I will tear the enclosure of their hearts. Right. They will not be following them. The wild beast shall tear them. Against exactly. Like how you gonna how you gonna benefit without God? Without God, we're, we're worse than dead. Because even when God Mosiah punishes us, He's always He's He's merciful and He gives you a, a, a chance to repent and, and 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 repent before Him. Like you have an opportunity for life. There's an opportunity. Like, you don't understand. Like we think because like the the punishment is an immediate that you got away with something. That's that's not how it goes. God is the is the judge. Like, do you know how nerve-wracking it is to do something wrong and consistently watch it look, look out for the curse? That's not to me. I, I, that's nerve-wracking. I lost hair because of that. That's not that's not the way to go. Of course, you're gonna sin. You're not perfect. You're not perfect. But the best thing to do is to try and make sure you're right in every situation. Like you have to look at the men. Like, look at Moshe. Moshe got in his feelings, and it cost him his life. His feelings. He was in his feelings. Oh, here now you rebels crack the rock open. It's like, whoa, but you didn't obey God. Your feelings don't count, unfortunately. Your feelings don't count. They don't count. You have to, you have to put yourself in a space where God, the, 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 the pleasing God is before your feelings, and that's hard. But it can be done. But appropriate training, it can be done. Because it's easy to say that when you're not in the situation, right? Oh, I would have just did the right thing, because Torah says, you know what I mean? I would have just did it like that. That's not how it goes when you're in the situation. It's totally different. It's totally different. Oh, all you got to do is do 500 push-ups with a book bag on. It's just nothing. That's light. You can say that easy when you're actually doing it. You're like, wait, now, I don't know about this. This is a little work over here. You gotta make you have you have to pursue this. This is a constant fight. It's something that's consistent every day. You got you gotta pursue him. You have to pursue him. See where he at. Who talking? People talk to you on the street. Listen for the message. That's what I do. Somebody just start talking. Hey brother, I, I be listening. What's up? Uh -huh. See if it's a message. You don't know where that message coming from. You've heard random people say something to you that applies to your life, and you be like, oh. You know, you give credit to God because you recognize that message was for you. Consistently pursue him. Consistently. Like, that means you put, try and put aside your feelings. I'll be mad, too. I'll get upset. I'm very petty. I'm a petty individual. I'm absolutely petty. I am. But, but I realize that I have to, that God, that me pursuing God is above pettiness. Because pettiness can't keep me alive. It's satisfying in the moment. It is. It's like, it's satisfying, but it's not going to keep you alive. Because y'all remember the story quickly, right? Samuel, we're going to know the history. We're going to go through all of that, right? All right. <laughs> so he did it to death. He had so much sin, they had to get another room. You know how, like, you go shopping, you put some food in the, in the, in the cabinet, and then, and then it's the pantry. See, what happened with Brian, so they filled up the counter, and they filled up the pantry, and they had to leave some food outside. That's how much sin they have before God. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Shall I redeem thee from death? Should I save you? Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Not shall be dried up. Mm. 
they're, talk, they're talking about the, um, the Southern Kingdom. That's, that's who got, that's who took out the Northern Kingdom, basically. The ones that, some fled to Egypt, and some, and Samaria, of course, is the capital of the Northern Kingdom. It was built on the hill of um, Shemir. It was, it was, it was built during the time of, after Omri took the kingdom from Zimri, that's when he built up Samaria on the hill of Shemir. And that's scary, like, and that's what happened because, you know, you come to get a conqueror, they, they're not being cordial, they're not being nice, they're coming to kill you. Like, it's not, war is not a nice thing, people die. You know, that's what happens. That's what happens when you disobey God, like, you know, because we all disobey, we're not perfect. But you have to make it so that your this like your sins have become fewer and fewer. The more you know, the more you have to apply to your life, so your sins become less and less and less. You can't just be like presumptuous and arrogant and defying God because you're gonna get mashed up like that. You can't be presumptuous when you hear that when you hear a word, when you hear a word to rectify your life, you can't dismiss it. You can't dismiss it because you don't know if that's a word coming from God to save you. Because God sends warnings. He always sends well, He sends warnings. That's what the book of the prophets are. Hey, listen, if you don't get it together, you're going to die. If you don't get it together, you're going to die. If you don't get it together, your children are going to die. And your children's children are going to die. He sends the warnings. Listen out for the warning. Better your life. I'm learning this. Because some people I don't want to hear from. I'm not going to lie. But I'm becoming a better person. And I'm able to listen. And then if I'm not certain, I'll go to someone who knows a little more than me and they could give me information. I don't know everything. And I'm proud to say I don't know everything. Life is a learning process. Like, you know, you're supposed to work, you, you work towards being your better version every day, right? Every day you work towards being your best version. Whatever that is, whatever you want to be, that's, that's what it is. That's right. See, now he's still providing the opportunity to cleave unto him. He's still giving you an opportunity to say, to walk towards him, to be wholehearted with him, to be faithful. Like, you know, like faithful. Like, he just say, be faithful to me. I'm your wife, you know? No, be faithful to God. You got to be faithful to God. Be faithful to God. You have to hold on to him when stuff is looking. Because God's going to test you. Stuff's going to look rough. You'd be like, oh, my God, it looks rough. But you have to have that belief and know that your God will deliver you. During your times of misfortune, he will deliver you. You can't put the doubt in your mind and say, maybe God won't. Maybe he won't. Because if you say maybe he won't, you, that's kind of like, to me, maybe insulting. I don't know. Maybe insulting to God. I don't know. I can't talk for God. But you, you implying doubt in the situation to the all-powerful, it's like, whoa, you saying I can't? I mean, that's just me. I, I, this is a God I don't, I don't play with. I don't tempt him. Like, he's not, he's not my boy. Some, he's not a being I have figured out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I could, I could commit a sin and then go and, 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 and say three hell and I'll be forgiven. That's not how it goes. That's not how it goes. We don't know how, we don't know. He, he, he's so mysterious. He's leaves so much that we can't even imagine. And the things that we can't imagine, he's beyond that. The things that we understand about God, he's beyond that. That, that give me a headache. I just give up and say, you know, what, is, what, what does it say? I'm going to just do what it says right here because otherwise I'm, I'm not that smart. Like, I could just, I, if you teach me something, I can follow that. Probably you give me your order, I can follow it out. But I'm not like the, you know, the deep thinker. That's a Mishadah, not me. I just like, well, I don't understand that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm good off that, right? But he's still giving you an opportunity to rectify the walk before him because he made a promise to Abraham. He kept his promise. We didn't. We didn't do our part. Because stuff get enticing. You know, it's like, yo, what are they doing? I like that. 
Well, let's do that real quick. And you're not purposely in your heart saying, let's forget God. But it's just enticing. But that's how it starts. Like, you, we got to stick to the script. Oh, yeah. Stick to the script. It's how I mean, stuff, stuff looks fun. But we can make stuff fun here. Give us a little wine. You know how we do Saturday nights, liquor, Hennessy. You know, we can have a good time. You know what I mean? We don't have to pursue any, be like everybody else all the time. You know? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish this up. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And now, hold on, let me just jump back real quick. It says we run to the bullocks for often of our lips, man. Don't, and don't, don't, don't discount, discredit the power of prayer, right? You pray first, and then you do the action, right? Prayer without works is, is nothing. Doesn't mean anything. You gotta pray and, and put forth your hand, right? We we're not in the space where we could do the bullocks and the sacrifices, the shakuri, minakama, ari, the shabbat. We don't. We can't do all of that right now. Get your business to offer prayer instead, right? I'm just saying, it might help out, you never know. Just putting that out there. You hear that? Under his shadow, under God most high. So if you under his shelter, you're gonna be blessed. It says in the 91st Psalm, he that dwells in the shelter of the most high, right? We know about that, right? Okay, let's proceed. I'm, I'm three minutes over, I'm sorry. That's right here, that, that's a blessing. Like, we're no longer tempted with the stuff that's out here. It's, it's so crazy, you know, the rabbi says something about the Torah being a reminder. I spoke to Big Bro yesterday, we were talking about the same thing. It's a reminder, it's something that's consistent. It's like meditation and having stuff in your face so you don't forget where you came from. Like, you already know what it is. Like, you know what you have to do, because it's a reminder, because we'll forget. We forget to use the bathroom sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, you walk in, and I'm, as soon as I walk in, I'm gonna use the bathroom. And then you sit down, and we're like, ah, oh, I forgot to use the bathroom. But you forget, that's how easy it is. That's how easy it is, right? Bond and look on him. So it's wise that him understand these things. Uh-huh. Whoso is prudent, uh-huh. can you read that verse 10 just one more time? It says, whoso is, that means like people that's smart, right? right? Okay, and intelligent. Mm -hmm. So somebody that's smart and intelligent right. knows what? Say it again, I'm confused. Whoso is wise, let him understand. Okay, so that means if you're smart, you're going to understand it. Okay, go ahead, right. the next part. Whoso is let him know what though, like so. Okay, so if I'm wise and I understand I'm intelligent, I'll know what. That the ways of Adonai are right. Okay, see. And the just do walk in them. The ways of the Most High God are right. They're perfect. They're given to us for our life and for our benefit. So when people see us and recognize us, they recognize there's something different about us, right? That's what being holy isn't standing on your leg and yum 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 yum. That's not holy. That's not holy. Holy is set aside, being different. That you recognize that there's something different about you. You know, it's so it, it's, it's when people walk up to you and say, "Yo, can you pray for me?" And I'm like, "I'm, pray, I'm praying for me." <laughs> I don't know why the hell you out, but you recognize that it's something of God. So walk in His ways. Be intelligent. Do right and walk them, and delight in them. Make it fun. Make it enjoyable. Right? And this don't mean you got to sit in the house on one foot and just do this all day. Oh, I'm about to fall, I'm embarrassed. But you were like this all day. No, no, it's the application thereof, right? You do it, enjoy it, walk in his ways. Magnify the sanctify be his great name. The world the first to his will. Shabbat shalom. I went over four minutes. I'm sorry, I apologize. I apologize.